I'm Neil. And I'm Brittany. We are a family on a journey towards financial and location independence. Each week, we interview successful real estate entrepreneurs about their chosen investment strategy and rate it based on how much money it took to get started, how long it took to educate themselves, how passive it is, and whether or not they could do it from anywhere in the world. Welcome to the Road to Family Freedom. On this, our very first episode of The Road to Family Freedom, we're going to give you an introduction into who we are, where we're going with all this, and what you can expect to learn going forward. If you like our show, the easiest way for you to give back is to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Head on over to roadtofamilyfreedom.com slash review for links and instructions on how to do that. We would be so grateful. All right, enough out of us. Let's hit the road to family freedom. Greetings, friends and families. I'm Neil. And I'm Brittany. And welcome to the Road to Family Freedom podcast. We're excited to have you here on the very first episode of the Road to Family Freedom podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about really what this podcast is all about, what the episodes will look like, and what value you're going to get from um, listening to these and, and hopefully hanging on for the next yeah, several years. years. Yeah. <laughs> Bear with us as we're we're learning this as we go doing podcasting and we've already recorded a few episodes with our guests and we're evolving as we go and we're learning how to do it and we're getting better at it. Yeah. But basically here's what you're gonna hear. This podcast is all about building financial and location independence through investing in real estate. However, not every path is going to be right for you and your family. And what you want your life to look like once you get there is going to be a critically important question for you to ask yourself. So the life of a house flipper is going to be very different from the life of a large multifamily syndicator. Yeah. And I'll say, you know, we say financial and location independence, and maybe that location independence piece isn't actually what you want. You just want financial independence and you're happy to stay wherever it is that you're living and maybe just be able to go on a vacation or two here and there. For us, you know, that might be a different story, whereas we might want actual location independence to be able to travel on a semi-continuous basis. So we interview successful real estate entrepreneurs about their chosen investment strategy, but we're going to look at it through the lens of people, busy people with families, people who have full-time job and kids. So they're time constrained. And we're going to break down their strategy by how much knowledge it took to get started, how much money it took to get started, how much time it takes them now, and whether or not they could do it from anywhere in the world, how location dependent it is. And I'll say right here that I think in some of our later episodes, we've really hammered that home Mm -hmm. um, a little bit more. And you'll see it in the, the early episodes. You just might have to dig a little for it. But we really, really want to make sure that these are out there for everyone because these are the foundations of what you need to know to choose what's going to work for you and move forward with it. If you don't know how much time you're going to really need and you start diving in and it's taking a lot longer, you're going to end up frustrated and probably either quit or you're not going to be able to move as quickly as you would like. Yeah. And so when we're digging into like how much knowledge it took someone for, to get started, we're going to ask them things like, you know, did they hire mentors? Where did they get themselves educated? How long did it take them to do their first deal? And these are really important things to know. I mean, it's, um, it doesn't take as much knowledge for someone to start doing turnkey real estate as it does to doing house flipping or even wholesaling. 
you know, I think there's a, there's a real misunderstanding about how much knowledge it takes to do some of these real estate strategies. Yeah. It's important to understand that. Yeah. I would say that for a lot of people that we talked to, we found that it doesn't necessarily take a ton of knowledge. It's just finding those, where to get that knowledge from and, and really hammering that home. Um, and then for money, we're, we're looking at, you know, how much to, does a strategy, how much of your money does it take? How much is the initial investment? Does it, you know, can you do it without an initial investment from yourself? You know, any like strategies that are a part of getting money, private lending, all those kinds of pieces. What does that really look like for, for someone in that niche? Yeah. And how did we, you know, we challenged the, the guests to explain for us, you know, how they overcame uh, a lack of money. Um, and some of these, some of these strategies don't take as much money to get started. Some take a lot of money to get started. And how do they overcome those challenges? Um, did they raise private money? Did they have family or friends that invested with them? Things like that. So, And it's also important to understand how much time a chosen investment strategy takes. Um, is it completely passive? A lot of investment strategies say, oh yeah, it's all passive investing. But in reality, real world, there's a lot more work that goes into it than the gurus might be telling you. Yeah. Yeah. You, we've got a lot of people on the essentially have a full-time job with what they're doing and they don't have to start there. And, you know, we talk a lot about how to ease into that. And also eventually if you want to do it really successfully, it does become a job. I'll buy a job that people tend to love and, and be happy to be in, but it's a job. Gotcha. And then lastly, we look at the location dependence. So this is, can you do this strategy from anywhere in the world? Most things we're looking at even from anywhere in the States, um, or do you need to be doing it locally? So something like wholesaling is probably going to be more of a local sort of situation for most people. Whereas, you know, vacation rentals or even buy and holds are probably, you know, going to be less location dependent. Mm -hmm. Well, and there's, there's often, there's many old school real estate investors who say you really want to invest where you live. Well, that's changing. And, you know, we, we're going to talk to some of these old school real estate investors, but we're going to also talk to um, more modern investors who have learned how to build teams in other yeah. locations and how to invest long distance. Yeah. But it's also the location independence is also important to understand for, you know, if your goal is to be able to travel, but you are in a, if you've chosen a niche that's going to require you to constantly be there, yeah. um, then that's not going to work for you. That's not going to work. And also just knowing, you know, invest where you are doesn't work when you're in a, a market that doesn't have a good economy for investing. You know, someone living in California, in most of those markets, they're not going to be able to get a high rate of return on some of the different buy and hold or wholesale or some of these kinds of real estate strategies, most likely. And so that's not going to work for them. And that doesn't mean that they're SOL. It just means that they need to use a different strategy. Gotcha. All right. All right. So, so those are the four, those are the four sort of values that we call them or, you know, things we focus on. Um, but who are we? Why, why are you listening to us? Why should you care? <laughs> Neil and I actually had a lengthy fight conversation <laughs> about how necessary this was. And, uh, you know, I'm here to bring the feminine piece to this very masculine subject tends to be dominated by large masculine voices. And I think that when it comes to podcasts, I want to know who I'm listening to. 
I want to connect with them on something that feels like more than a surface level. So um, we're going to go into a little bit of who we are. If you are of the you know, mind that you don't give a crap who we are, you just want to make sure you're getting good information from us, then you can skip this last part and move on to the next episode and get some really great information out of that. Deal? Deal. All right. <laughs> All right. So who are we? We are a family on a journey towards financial and location independence. So the big question is why financial independence? Um, retirement, some people call it early retirement, some people call it just regular retirement. Uh, for me, a big factor in financial independence um, that I often talk about is that your W-2 income, your job, is a single point of failure. Most people, that is their sole source of income. Um, that's all they've got. And if they, they may not realize, they may think that they've got this nice, safe, secure job. But in reality, there are one, uh, one bad economy, one illness, one injury away from losing that income. And so I think it is wise to build up multiple sources of incomes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So obviously on this podcast, we're looking at real estate investing as one of those streams of income. And, you know, within the financial independence social sphere, there's other way, you know, there's investing in stocks and bonds and, and lots of other avenues that are great to diversify with. We think that this one is particularly beneficial. Real estate investing, for me, the reason I love it so much, there's multiple reasons that we'll get into at a later date, but the main reason is that it's a proven path. There's multiple, um, you can look at multiple people who have done it and it's really not that hard. You know, if you, if you play it by the numbers, it's actually less riskier than stocks. Less riskier? It's less risky. <laughs> it's less risky than stocks when you look at it over uh, history. Over time. Yep. Um, and like I said, it, there's proven roadmaps, and that's what we're all about. Yeah. We're, we're all about having those roadmaps to yeah. follow. You also have a lot more control in a lot of ways over Correct. it, which is um, something that a lot of people would prefer, especially because with stocks, you really no one can pick them. It's just, it is what it is. And, and over time they can perform and also, you know, they're subject to a lot of ups and downs. So um, this can be a really stable way to move out of the nine to five. Um, and then once you're out of it, you don't feel like you have to trade your time for money. And I think that's where we're, we don't want to have to trade our time for money. We want to be able to do some things that we love um, and maybe get paid for them and maybe not, but like have some time to, do something besides work, yeah. you know, or work because you love the work work because you know, you're passionate about it and have that peace of mind of, you know, if this is, if this doesn't work out, if I get hurt, uh, if I get sick, things are going to be okay. We yeah. still have other sources of income that are going to provide for us and our family. Yeah. Yeah. And really, I mean, so why do we want financial independence? Because we have a four year old. I mean, that's all this jargon and, you know, words that are kind of like, here's our, our pop words and, and things like that. But really it comes down to, we have a four-year-old, we want to spend time with him. You know, we want to spend time with each other and we want to feel um, confident in moving forward and not feeling like we have to have W-2 jobs. We both have them right now and we don't want to have to have them if we decide we want to do something else. So, so location independence. Why is that important for us? For a lot of different reasons. One, um, we love to travel uh, and we want to show our young son the world. We want to collect 
experiences over things. Um, we've often, when talking to each other about the things that we've cherished in our life, uh, our lives together, I cherish the experiences that I've had with my family much more than the things mm-hmm. that we have in our life. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't remember very many Christmas presents that I have, but I sure as hell remember a lot of the Christmas Eve parties that my parents threw and they still continue to throw every year. And that's important to me. And being able to travel to go to those is important to me. And sometimes we can't do it. So, you know, being able to do that. And then, you know, speaking of family, we also have family and friends that are our family across the country. You know, we have people in California, Oregon, Washington, New York, North Carolina, um, Texas. We have people that are, you know, we have some nomad friends and we would like to be able to see them more than every five odd years. (laughs) Um, That's very important to us. And that's part of that experience piece. And then teaching our son that the experiences and the people around us are more important than the things we have, which is tough for a four-year-old to get (laughs) because he just really wants a Power Ranger. It's so important. And the, also the idea of geo-arbitrage, um, which is once your income is separated from your location, it opens up a world of possibilities of places to live. Yeah. You can live and you don't need to live in a high cost of living area. Mm-hmm. You can live somewhere in the southeast of southeastern United States that's less expensive, um, that's near the water. You can go live in somewhere international if you want. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can also, yeah, I mean, you can do things also like if you have the money to invest in it, you can do an RV or, um, you know, something along those lines and be able to go live in places that are expensive to live, but it's not expensive if you have an RV. So, you know, we love Southern California, um, you know, San Diego area in a lot of ways. And that would be a way that we could spend some time there without it costing, you know, $6,000 a month or some ridiculous amount of money that is not, um, not what we want to do. So, All right. So I think, you know, we've talked about this a little bit, but why are we doing this? Well, we want other families to be able to learn from us, uh, both from our guests and from us. You know, we are a little bit, we are a little bit further along on this journey than many people, um, but we're way behind a lot of the people that we're going to have conversations with. Um, We have a successful short-term rental that gives us some semi-passive income. That's kind of what got us into this whole real estate world. Um, I've also been on the general partnership in multifamily real estate that's valued over $24 million. Um, That's very much the, the journey I'm on. And we want to learn from our guests. And while we're learning from them, we want you to learn from them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is really a podcast to put a lot of this information out for others, also for us to get it, and for us to kind of give you a little peek at our journey because we know that a lot of the most beneficial lessons in life tend to come from other people and seeing what they've done and what, what's working from for them. I think as humans, but me in particular, I like to get my information, you know, or, or my recommendations from people that I feel like I know and trust. And, you know, you may not really know us, but you'll get to know us over time. And we hope that you'll start to trust our recommendations or our experiences as we go and and learn from them. And then we'll also kind of learn and, and get those experiences from 
people come in and talk to us and and kind of make decisions as we go forward. It's it's a fun circle of life. So the basic premise is that success leaves clues and it leaves you a roadmap to follow. And that's why the show is called The Road to Family Freedom. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So I am springing this on Neil. I want to end with two or three things about each of us that have nothing to do with real estate. Okay. All right. So since you started, since you sprung it on me, you got to start. I have to start. Okay. So I am a nutritionist by trade. That's uh, I work at a homeopathic clinic. So I love food, love talking about food and how to eat healthfully, but also kind of a whole body approach, mind, body, spirit. I tend to have pink hair most of the time and I love it. It makes me very happy. Not sure if it makes Neil happy, but you know. Makes me happy. Happy wife, happy life. (laughs) Yes. So I love pink hair. And um my favorite person in the house besides Neil and our son Holden is our our other tiny child who's extra furry and her name is Bella. And she is a Maltese Yorkie mix. It doesn't look like a Maltese Yorkie mix, but she also has pink hair quite often. Ears. And so we match. And I love that. <laughs> She's our old fur baby. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I am a defense contractor by day. I very much fell into that job about 15 years ago. Uh, I was originally, um, went to school to be an actor. Um, acting. Spent, acting. Um, spent a number of years um, trying to make it as an actor and then, you know, got to the point where um I didn't enjoy uh, working in jobs that I hated in order to uh, audition for jobs that I didn't really want under fives on things like Saved by the Bell. Um, <laughs> wasn't really filling me with create, did not fill, fulfill my creative uh, yeah. impulse that way. And um, after September 11th, I, I've sort of wanted to find a way to serve my country. Uh, I was too old to join the military at the time, so I uh, went off to become a defense contractor. I am also a rabid uh, college football and college basketball fan. Uh, I'm rolling my eyes. You're not rolling your eyes. (laughs) So anytime anybody ever wants to talk about college, uh, college football or college basketball, I'm always open to talking about that. So. All right. You're also an amazing photographer. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes. I've, I've been a photographer for uh, most of my life. Uh, started off being a yearbook, yearbook photographer in high school. So I've been doing that for, I'm not going to say how many years. So I don't date myself. <laughs> love photography and um, love uh, taking pictures of my family and uh, collecting those memories. So Yeah. And uh, us together, we are husband and wife for eight years, eight years this year, right? Eight years. <laughs> Yeah, eight years in October. Eight years, and we met in Hawaii. On a scuba diving trip. Yeah, that was pretty fun. Um, We have a four-year-old son who will be five in July. Mm -hmm. We we live in Las Vegas. We live in the beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. (laughs) Sometimes. It's spring. Yes. April 28th. It's gorgeous here right now. It'll be hot in two days. Yes. It'll be Scorching Awful. hot, yes. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, we've been hanging here for what, like eleven years together, and mm-hmm. um, it just gets more fun every year. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's us. All right. 
All right. Let's uh, get you on to the next episode. Thanks for listening. And we're excited to have you on this journey. Let's hit the road. Bye. Bye. And if you like this podcast, we would really appreciate it if you take just a few minutes and leave a review for us on iTunes. It's really simple to do. Just go to roadtofamilyfreedom.com slash review for links and instructions. Thanks for listening. We're doing this all again next week. Until then, safe travels.